<laughs> we're back, back, back. Um, and we're talking about, um, did you know that there is a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Uh-huh. What was the... Because, you know, everyone's been making jokes about how long her titles are. Mm. Um, what was the acronym? Oh. And how would you say that word? What? D-Y-K-T-T-A-T-U-O-B. I don't Dictaphone. know. <laughs> Dictaphone. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing is as good as chemtrails like, under the country club being cock. Chemtrails over the country club. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. She really, um... She really killed the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Did you, by the way, look at the interview magazine feature... I didn't read it. Did you oh, read it? I did. I did. There was, look, there was not much to read, but she was, because it was also like, oh my God, she says in the interview as well, which beautiful photos, Mel Ottenberg styled, obviously, like she looks very bridal, which she, mm. she loves to to tap into her bridal, her bridal vibes. Bridal vibes. <laughs> um, Just on bridal quickly, there was a point where Lev was smoking these, like, super slim cigarettes overseas that, like, I don't know, his cousin introduced him to, and he uh-huh. started calling them bridal, like, describing the vibe of them as bridal cigarettes. Which is so funny because it's sort of that, like, <laughs> um, brides eating McDonald's sort of mm. thing. Like, mm. the idea of a bride smoking mm. cigarettes is... Um, That's very Lana Del Rey glamorous as well. And, and stinky. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, she's looking very bridal on the interview magazine cover and feature and the issue sold out, like, everywhere. Yeah. It sold out globally. Like, the fans were dying. Globally. They were dying for this magazine. That's such a funny... And um, in the... Sorry. No, no. <laughs> in the interview... I'm just, like, the idea of, a like, a Lana Del Rey interview magazine selling out globally, mm. her impact, mm. Mm. when I know that it wasn't even sold within a any bookstore in Australia, you know what I mean? Like, there was no... There was no... There was no Australia release. There was no release. There were no pop-ups. <laughs> it sold out globally. Like, fans were fighting over this issue. That's so funny. And the um, interview was... She says in the interview, because, of course, it's, you know, celebrity on celebrity. I in, do. In the interview, she says um, it was either... It had to, had to either be John Waters or... Billie Eilish, <laughs> which I'm like fake, but Billie Eilish did the interview. So it was like not, it, it was not all that. She's a homeschooled teenager. She doesn't know how to read. <laughs> so it was not giving, but um, in the interview, she was mainly talking about like all the collaborations on the album and yeah, how the title, Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, was all about memory. Of course, mm. you know, memory mm. and loss. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of a hidden tunnel. Mm. Um, My hidden tunnel? <laughs> it's um, it's reminiscent of when she stepped over that that highway. <laughs> and all the, as giant Lana Del Rey stepped over this highway. Yeah, she's always talking about Los Angeles. Mm. And um, is Ocean Boulevard in Los Angeles? Mm. I feel like it's like in California. Mm. That. <laughs> Anyone got a pin on Ocean Boulevard? Um, Anyone but... got eyes on Ocean Boulevard? Um, <laughs> and then did you? I was saying by the tweet? ocean. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably by Venice Beach. Um, You're die hard. That um, uh, video that I sent you, the the tweet that I sent you, that was Gladys Berejiklian talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnel through Sydney Harbour. So it's like she's like, oh no, like did you know, like the the tunnel's almost done, like for the metro through Sydney Harbour. <laughs> I um, I think I only found out just a few years ago that there was a tunnel under Sydney Harbour that took people from like the city to the North Shore. Like I did not know that there was a tunnel that you can drive in, and I've driven in it now. Did you know that? I don't know if I knew that. This. Like literally, wait the cross tunnel. the cross city tunnel. It's literally called the cross city tunnel. No, that's, that's under cross- the city. <laughs> so the cross city tunnel, I believe. Somebody correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> I believe the cross city tunnel takes you from like east to west, west to east of the city underneath. Got it. The- <laughs> 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 little geography <laughs> on the pod. Um, 
I no, think, just remember. I don't know what it's called. I want to. I want to look it up. Okay, I'm gonna okay. look it up. While there you is, look it did up. you know there's a tunnel <laughs> that takes you? No, do you this remember? Is so ridiculous. Okay. Also, this was like such a faded day. We I don't know what we were doing, but we got so exhausted. We were in Paris, France. We we're in Paris, and um, it was like meant to be my last weekend in Paris. And then Nicholas started saying like, "Oh, when she like, oh, it's it's always the last dinner. Like it's always the last weekend. Laura's gonna be in." Paris. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. And it was like meant to be my last weekend. It didn't turn out to be. But anyway, <laughs> where I was like about to get on the Eurostar from Paris to London, of course. Glamorous. And we were going to go out and watch this um, movie that like Kathy Acker wrote the screenplay for because they were showing it along like Nan Golden's photos. Yeah. And then we bailed. We were like, fuck that. We cannot be bothered leaving the apartment after Oof. walking up those stairs on that day. So we said, fuck that, we'll stay home. And instead, what we did was like look up videos on the, I'm pretty sure Nicholas started this, look up videos on the TV for like how the Eurostar was built. Oh my like, God, how, yes. like, was, like, is the tunnel on the ocean floor? Or like, is the tunnel like just floating in how, the ocean? And how did they like suck all the water out of the tunnel while they were building it? Did they have to Which wear like, like scuba suits would, to build it? I would never, on my own volition, watch one of these videos. I don't think any of the three of us would would find ourselves there in that living room watching those videos about that tunnel. But somehow it was the perfect storm. And then we came to find out that we missed out on meeting Isabel Huppert, who was at the event. And we were like, we we were watching videos of a fucking tunnel oh, being made. So stupid. Like we we like op- you opened up your phone and the cinema had like posted photos of like it was probably like literally Nan Golden and Isabel Huppert. Yeah, just hanging like, out hanging in this out like the courtyard cinema. with all these other people. Hey, I've never suffered <laughs> this oh deeply God. in my life. I'm not bothered. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I'm literally sweating here, like <laughs> thinking about it. Okay, so I looked it up by the way, and there is a tunnel. Also, this image. <laughs> so, um. You'll see this image somewhere uh, in, our, in our promotion. It's called the Sydney Sydney Harbour Tunnel. And it literally takes you. I'm I'm Sydney, not joking. Yeah. yeah. It takes you. Oh, from, it's the M1. Is Wait. it the M1? Well, yeah, that's what it says. Have you ever been through it? Um, well, I never go to North Sydney's. No. No. Scarcely do I ever do that. Do no, that. I would um, I would never. I would never. There's literally no reason for me to do that. Well, there you go. Did you know that there's I a also saw this um book? this video of Berlin. You know all those like tubes and mm. fucking what are they? Um, the magenta, pipes. the magenta, the colorful pipes, pipes that are the decorating street. the city yeah. that are, like sort of hover over the streets in this sort of like telegraph pole esque way. Oh, they're cute, and it also looks kind of like a playground. Totally, totally. Because we got there, and um, I arrived, and Lev kind of like picked me up from the station, and whatever, whatever. And he was like, "Look at this, look at that," and we did this yesterday, and whatever, whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, "And you know what? I looked up like why are the why are the pipes pink?" And it was like it was decided on as the color for those pipes because it was a happy color. Yes, isn't that delightful? And the pipes exist because the city is supposedly built on a swamp. Did you know that Berlin was built on a swamp? (laughs) Like these cities, they're hiding. There's a tunnel over the swamp under the city of Berlin. That's the name of our episode. <laughs> we kind of have to do like a really long episode title in yeah. honor of, in honor of your favorite girl. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Alexis Michelle. Uh, in honor, yeah. In honor of your uh, special day, I wore your favorite color, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Me wearing pink. Um, pink for Lana. Pink for the pipes. Uh, yeah. So 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 she's writing about a tunnel. Mm-mm-mm. That, so there's this tunnel that I think it fe- it fed people to the beach, mm. Venice Beach. Mm. Um, reminded me also not to just like, I mean, we could be here all day talking about these cities, but Paris has these tunnels mm. that are all around the Seine um, that used to be highways mm. that um, you could like drive right around right um, along the Seine on like below where um, Rue de Rivoli is and um and now they've turned them all into uh pathways and sidewalks and pedestrian access uh places because the mayor of the city is um 
trying to like keep the cars out of Paris, mm. which is fabulous. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've walked through some tunnels in Paris mm. and it's very, it's very that it's very like tunnels are just strange places. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I kind of like what happens in the tunnels. I kind of like kinda the tunnels. Like, I kinda like Speaking of tunnels, tunnels, Carmen performed in a tunnel just a few months ago. That's true. Secret location type of tunnel. Secret. We, we'll have to keep it a secret. Um, yeah, so what did you make of the album? Um, well, at first, oh my God, I thought it was so sad. Yeah, Yesterday when I was listening to it, I was like so miserable. Oh, oh no. my God, I was so sad. And I was listening to it and I was just, I don't know, I felt so miserable. I just thought, how am I even going to talk about this? Like miserable it was just girl. like, oh, it hurt. Imagine we just did this like miserable episode and everyone had to. Just participate in my misery. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was um yeah. What was it you said about that person about their misery? Oh. Like... <laughs> She's gonna suffer in her misery. <laughs> She's out there suffering in her misery or something like that. I know but that you she's were, out there suffering in her misery, you were like, right? Yeah, no. You were, like, I don't know, like, moralising her misery and, like, how awful it was for the vibe of the, the party that we were at, of the soiree. And I was like, don't worry, Charles. She's suffering in, me, in her misery. Like, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, um, I I really liked both the singles when they came out. Well, mm. actually, when American Whore came out, I... At first I was like, are people going to like this? Like, is, mm. it, is it really corny, the, like, rap breakdown? But I don't know. I listened a couple of times and I said to you, I think yesterday over text, like, I think I really like the Lana albums when I know the words, like, more than when I don't as well. Totally. That's part of the listening experience for me is, like, totally. knowing words and singing along. Totally. Mm. Thinking about what she's saying. Um because you're very like lyric focused in your listening style, right? And I'm very yeah. vibe. I'm very vibe centric when it comes to listening, and because yeah, the totally. vibes were so morose. sad and morose, morose. I was really. Whereas really I think morose. Lev is like very. Um, he like hears a new dimension to the yeah. to the music that I totally don't hear. No, he's like deliberately trying to like tune into like oh it was like mixed like this and like the sounds are like wet here and like woolly there and like I don't yeah. know the fucking terminology of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also when I told him he, we would be discussing this on the pod, he was like. Well, I don't really care about the Lana album, and actually, the album of the week that I've been listening to is the new JPEG, JPEG Mafia album. And because of that, I am going to take my intellectual superiority and lord it over you. And he's so annoying bullshit. about music. Well, and bullshit. he's right. I mean, um, yeah, I love to hear him talk about music. Yeah. Um, but this one's about the lyrics. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because she's like a poetess. Like, yes. first, like she is a singer-songwriter. I love her voice. She's, you know, she's everything. I saw her in 2018. I know. Um, and at that when concert... When was she performing? It was Kudos Bank Arena. Okay, which is... The Homebush one. Got it. Um, it was like while the Easter show was on. So we like lined up. We lined up at like before the sun rose as well like on the day of the concert like in the morning it's like in the morning i didn't know that yeah it was me and my ex and her friend and um we were also like just oh my god and then like the sun rose and then who turns up in front of us but literally cherry kills with like no wig on and like the makeup on the makeup and no wig yeah 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 and she was like staying in a hotel nearby so she could like come and go during the day I don't know what. Like, <laughs> I literally don't know. Maybe she was, like, taking shifts with someone there. Yeah, so we were, like, waiting next to Cherry. And afterwards, when we were getting the train home, I met this lovely boy called Giuseppe. And so I get I literally come out of the most, like, oh, my God, depressing therapy session. <laughs> and I get a text from Giuseppe. Which is very Lana Del Rey. <laughs> so Lana Del Rey vinyl, smoking out of my car, being like... <laughs> And then I get a text from Giuseppe that says, girl, all caps, what are you doing today? Like W-I-D today. And I said, this was on Thursday. I said, streaming the album at midnight, all caps. Love hot, love hot, love hot, love hot. What about you? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Girl, all caps, come with me to Red Eye Records, pre-hearing before it comes out. And I was like, okay, real answer. I just came out of the therapist. I'm going to Nonna's to work from home from there and get dinner. And then I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Pre-listening party. Like, that's crazy. He said, I'm going in like 20 minutes. It starts at four. Come, I'll pick you up. I was so like... That's so touching. Have you guys been in, in touch? Oh, yeah. We've been like... We, we you know, we do Bonapasco Bello. We do, Gorgeous. you know, whatever. But like, we haven't hung out. Um, oh, anyway, my God. It's all about the friends you make along the way. So sweet. Like, I wish I had nothing on that day. Oh, I wish. 
And anyway, he like got in there. Um, oh, he got in there. And then he's texting me, live texting me from the thing while I'm at my grandparents' house. Oh my god, it's like it's such an honor t- for someone to be live texting you from the from the live you know, you can't live text multiple people at once. Like I was so grateful. So he goes, he texts me. I'm just gonna open my spot water. <laughs> Maybe it's like ASMR. He goes, the album is violent. I was like, oh we need bitch. to talk about that. Oh bitch. When you hear the interludes, it's just pure violence. And I was like, that's wow. giving me everything. Like, And he was like, yeah, the interludes, oh, my God. It's not her. Noise screaming, fighting. Like, just a man screaming like he's arguing. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. And then... That interlude with the... With the, with preacher, the preacher? Yeah. Which, like, on first listen, it, like, I wasn't hearing the words. And I'm like, no, it's like a scary man, like, oh, yeah. like, yelling at me. Yeah, and then you hear her giggling in the back, and she's, she's like co-signing everything yeah it's like it like at some point the giggling like verges on irreverent oh yeah it's like she's giggling and she's recording the preacher in church Mm. which is like you know that's not what you do in church (laughs) she wanted to listen back later yeah exactly and then he like starts sending me videos i don't i haven't opened them sorry just hope it we're gonna open them now <laughs> and then what's this? Is that um the taco truck one? That was mad. Yeah. Love, 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 Um how cute. It was like, don't bother listening to the leaks, they are all wrong. Oh no way. So there's that bit of intel as well. I'm so not a leak leaky. Well, I am kind of a leaky girl <laughs> sometimes. Um, <laughs> I I don't go out and listen to the leaks. Some people are like uploading yeah. Lana Del Rey unreleased tracks to Spotify so that they can oh, listen yeah. to them. Like this is a this is a um, an artist that really has some like deep deep cuts cuts and some people who are in deep mm. standing behind her oh totally and like standing i on her grandfather's shoulders i have like um i have like um you know like party nauseous and like some other random Cake Lady Lady Gaga. oh yeah i have like the free woman demo on my phone i prefer that to like the proper free woman you've cultivated your taste and yeah but um, i don't i haven't done that with any other artists like it's no. like i haven't i'm not there with lana on the like unreleased I just can't be about. There's already so much music. Like, there is so much music. We should talk about that. Like, how many albums has she released in the? I feel this like she releases ninth... a new album every year. Yeah. Over the last few years, at least, there's been Blue Bannisters, Chemtrails uh, Over the Country Club, and Norman Fucking Rockwell. Like, that's the last four years, and now we have a fourth album. Yeah. Um, prolific. Yeah. Know? Yeah. She's writing profusely. She can't stop her hand. She's like the red shoes girl. What's but the she's... what's the what's the lyric? And she's like, my pen is my pen is something. Oh, I'm messy with the pen. I'm messy with the pen. Yeah, she just she keeps that? spilling that ink. Margaret, yeah, she's she's writing stories about her friends. She's mm. um, healing her inner child. <laughs> she's doing past life regression. Mm. She's um, taking us places. She's introducing us to people. Mm, mm. She just can't stop writing. And this is like, um, this is like a fervent, like duty that she has Mm. to poetry and music and her fans. Um, Mm. One of the best podcasts I ever listened to was Chloe Corcoran reading Violet bent backward over the grass (laughs) with her friends. Love that. Um, but yeah, she just like she can't stop. She does it all for the lyric, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. on and off the song. I don't have anything to really like say about that, other than like, well, I don't know. The the music sounds good too, but I just don't feel qualified to kind of talk about it. Let's talk about what it evokes though, mm-hmm. because to me, I was also okay. Also, we've never like said this on the pod before, but like next week, I hope we talk about like do your reading. If you want to read along with us, Sarah yeah. by JT Leroy. I was reading this book while listening to the album. Okay. And I feel like the album lends itself to this, like, you know, her her language and her motifs are rural Americana. Yeah. You know, and the cities as well. Americana, these like huge mountainous landscapes mm-hmm. in the in the album. 
you know, she's like going up north. I want to say like Appalachia. And I was like there in the book and I was there listening to like the mountain woman songs. Yes, totally. I, um, I took a trip last weekend to the central coast for a friend's birthday and there was something, um, gray and disappointed and, um, melancholic about, Mm. uh, a coastal town in like at the end of summer the um the sun is like barely coming out and um and everyone's still in their you know Lana Del Rey clothes which is like you know they're like wearing just like oh polyester polyester um I, I was like really feeling the regionality of of Lana Del Rey's discography and I don't know, I have these, like, really vivid memories of listening to Born to Die as a little teenager in um, in New Zealand when I was on some holiday. Um, canyons and waterfalls and snow and all of these kind of um, landscapes. I think it's, like, the way that we experience, like, nature is that it like invites us into a kind of introspection that we don't get in the city Mm. um, that um, feels so this album and feels Mm. so like finally you have a chance to navel gaze and, and and think (laughs) about yourself and and others. Um, Obviously this is not a revelation, but I'm like, it's like real hyper present in the album, right? Like yeah. that's that is the like the I don't know the like framing device, I guess, yeah. of her introspection. Yeah, she's talking about like journeying away from hmm. a place. Like maybe she's trying to escape someone or something, or hmm. um, maybe she's like looking for herself somewhere else. Um, she's talking about running away and like. I get sad when she, like, talks about having kids and, like, maybe not having kids. That makes me so sad. How old is she now? She's 37. She is. Mm. No way. Mm. Yeah, she's been through some, like, she's she's had some relationships in the last few years. Mm. Is she dating that that guy now? (laughs) The one who has that video of him making out with his cousin? Yes. (laughs) Is it still that guy? Yeah, everyone's really (laughs) turned on by him. Do you think it's because... Because he made out with his cousin. I think. With his boy cousin as well. Boy cousin? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. That's so crazy. Yeah. There are a few kind of repeated motifs that she strings into some of the songs in the, like, latter half of the album Hmm. that, um, that really stuck out to me. The whole, like, when you know, you know, if you know, you know. (laughs) Um. Mm. Let the light in utterance mm. and I was thinking a lot at first I was I, obviously we were first listening to the album and we don't know what she's singing about well, did you know you're trying to listen into the or did words. you not know <laughs> it's, she's she's toying with like with um with what we know and what we don't know about her mm. and her life mm-hmm. and she's sharing a lot mm. but she's sharing um she's sharing Parts of stories, obviously, mm, mm. Um, because she's an artist and she's a diva and she's she's letting us in, but only so uh, as as she wants us to come in. And I and I was getting this whole like concealment thing. I was like, mm. concealment and disclosure. What is she trying? Yeah, what is she trying to? Um, what is she trying to suggest or mm. or mm. lean into? But and and I had this sort of cynical reading to it at first that I was like oh my god she's like playing some game with us like it's all about like you didn't know there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard you didn't know i have to tell you that um, because i'm lana del rey but then the more i read the lyrics once they you know were transcribed thank you to whoever did that um i was like no she's actually talking about like intuition and love she's actually talking about um yeah like she's saying, she's saying, instinct. do you have that thing? Can you feel that thing? Mm, totally. And that's why it's like unnameable is because this, like the whole point is of intuition is that, um, it's meant to come from within. It's meant to be deeply non-thinking. 
Totally, totally. And that's the um, power of a statement that sort of like says nothing like, yeah. when you know, you know. No, there's, she does She does like a little aphorism. She does. Totally, sometimes, totally. Sometimes they are a little like empty, you know, but if you know, you know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that song, uh, Margaret, where she's like hmm. singing about her friends. It's like a save the date type of song where she's like singing about her friend's love story with her husband mm. and how mm. um, how he was held oh, the heels. Like, it's, um, you know who they are? I don't know who they it's are. It's Jack Antonov and his fiance oh. Margaret Qualley, I think, who's like some, she's like some daughter of some actor. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> and now you know. Well, now I know. Um, I think that song is so beautiful. Like, she's talking about, like, he was in trouble when he realised. Oh, when he saw her. Oh, it was over. <laughs> and then she just moves into, like, the most morbid songs, you know? Like, it takes so many turns. There's this one song that um, that I totally didn't catch the lyrics for this This. Morose, where she's talking about all the people that have died in her life and mm. and um, she's talking about self-harm and falling into the, like, sadness and then staying there mm. and then people wanting you there, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Especially... Which, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess it, like, also is... Like, I read the um, Pitchfork review because I thought, you know, maybe I should come armed with some, like, what, what are the people thinking so- and what are the people saying? And um, they were kind of foregrounding some of the lyrics with, like, you know, she's she knows she's a quote-unquote imperfect victim who, mm. like, um, like, wants to, like, talk about the nuances of, like, maybe I wanted it type of, type mm. of thing. I think that there's, like, lyrics alluding to that in, the, in that song, maybe, fingertips. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Um, and how she's like a, a quote unquote bad feminist, irreproachable woman, um, which is like a motif across across her work, right? Yeah, with the way that she's talked about abuse yeah. and and like um, wanting her to die, or like culture. people wanting her to be sad, I guess, like makes her that I don't know lends itself to this like imperfect victim mythology that totally. she has. Totally, mm. she's talking about being um, divisive. Um, and uh, being hated and and um, and knowing and feeling deeply that that people really hate her. Mm. It's such a complex that she's developed about herself, mm. and I think it helps her to write. Oh, um, probably, yeah. <laughs> in a way that we need it to be there. Yeah. Well, it's that's like the thing about like navel gazing as well is that you need to like get ahead of the the criticism, right? Totally. You're not just like, you're not just responding to the world, but you're also like thinking about how your art is going to be understood and interpreted. And then mm. you're like already biting back at that before you've even made it um, available to people. Yeah. Yeah. She's like talking about regret, like regrettably she's a white woman. And um, in that song, uh, the really long one about her grandfather. Mm. It's it's so strange. It's so strange to be thinking about the relationship she has with her father and her mm. father's father and then to be talking about, like, the way that the public understands her and, and how those two things merge into one song, mm. I find perplexing. And, mm. um, yeah, they leave me kind of confused about um, what she's trying to say mm. about, um, like what's been passed down through her through her family and like what what her legacy is you know i really didn't catch that in the song until i really looked through the lyrics and i was like what the fuck is that doing here <laughs> like i thought this was like a but this was like a beautiful song about ancestry mm-hmm. and um you know the mythology of her her family tree the grants mm-hmm. and um and i think that that's something like beautiful about her naming a song the grants um, after having a stage name and, mm. and building a persona mm. and developing an identity and fostering it and nurturing it and, and then, you know, feeding that beast. Yeah. Um, I like it when she sings about family. Like, I, like my favourite one off the um, previous album was uh, Sweet Carolina. I thought that one was so mm, cute. That one was so pretty. There was um this 
uh, essay in the book People Who Lunch by Sally Olds called Crypto Forever. Um, and I just wanted to read this little quote from yeah, it where she, it. like, she, um, it's a really funny essay where she's talking about, like, and interviewing people that the author knows who have crypto. And they're, like, not the, like, she divides people into Lana types or Kevin, like, fuck you, Kevin um, types. Yes. And she's, like, yeah, she's, like, dividing people into those archetypes and interviewing the Lanas. And she said, there is no hard data on Lana. Alana would never voluntarily fill out a survey unless it was for money. But here's what I know from observation and anecdote. Lana is pushing 30 and clings to the underside of the economy. She does not have what you would call a legitimate job, does not own property, and is never married. Mm. She has been in higher arts education for years and is used to dealing in abstractions. The immaterial nature of crypto appeals to her sensibilities. And then she like goes on to say, I don't know why I didn't write it down. She goes on to say like, um, like I don't date Kevin's, the author. I don't date Kevin's, but Thank I you, Kevin. keep swiping right on Lana's. Right. <laughs> it's right. just like this sweet little characterization. And she's like, she's really talking about crypto in the essay, but I liked what she said about materiality and abstractions and mm-hmm. immateriality. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really cute. Totally. Mm. Totally. She's uh, talking about a listlessness and a confused mm. um, person who... She's dreamy. She's dreamy. She's dreamy. She's spacey. She, she's spacey. She makes bad choices, but, um, yeah. but, but she's sort of scrappy as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, to... I guess, like, elucidate what that's saying about this album is that she pulls together all these, like, disparate references, right? Mm -hmm. It's still, like, grounded in... She wants to ground it in, like, the context of, you know, this world, that America, Ocean Boulevard, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But she really wants to talk about her family. She really Mm -hmm. wants to talk about her feelings and herself. Totally. And identity. And that's... Bringing all those things together is, like... I don't know. She does it in that dreamy way, which is why in that song about her grandfather, it, like takes you to all those places. Totally, totally. She was definitely doing that in, like, this one song. I took notes of it. I'll try to find it. Song Fishtail, where she's, like, she's describing all of these kind of, um, because obviously Lana Del Rey is such an affectation in many ways, and it's, like, there's, like, um, there's a lot of conjecture about, like, authenticity to do with Lana Del Rey, I feel like that's sort of been left in the past, right? Mm, like, that was a lot God. to do with her early work. Yeah, mm. thank God. Um, but she's, like, doing all of this world-building stuff in in some of these songs where she's talking about, like, skipping rope in the bayou, palm trees, <laughs> palm trees in black and white, yeah. skinny dip in your mind. Like... <laughs> that's cute. It's, it's so um, evocative of, like... I don't know. She's a, she's like a romantic, but mm. she's like looking to romanticize like, um, ordinary people yeah. and their, um, their simple lives. And, yeah. Um, it's very like, I want to live like common people. Yeah, totally. And it's also like true of her, you know, entire back catalog. Like video games is that too. Totally. Totally. Mm. What's your, oh yeah. You told me before, but what's your favorite song on the album? I really like... Paris, Texas. What do you love about Paris, Texas? I actually really love the um, the sort of lullaby mm. aspect to the song. Um, she's singing this like sweet lullaby about l- like leaving with a suitcase and a notebook. Um, she's talking about. Um, <laughs> Does that remind you of anything? <laughs> I love Paris, <laughs> Texas. Um, and she's like singing this like really catchy um, chorus about knowing when it's time to go and <laughs> knowing when you're home and when you're old, you're old. I love that lyric. <laughs> when you're old, you're old. Um, and it it's like, I don't know. I just think it's really beautiful the way that it just almost like the song almost sounds to me like, like this is really weird, but um, like a song of Annette the film oh yeah it's like got this really strange kind of doll doll like quality yeah and because that's like the voice of annette right is that it does this like doll like thing totally but also the way she's singing it it's like 
oh, the whole album feels kind of like, it's not a musical, like it's not, but no. she's, she's like speaking. It's like almost like she ad-libbed most of the lyrics. Like they're not, totally. the like lyric structure is more like a sentence than it is a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why it feels like it could have come from the movie Annette. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah, I I really love that song. I, um, what what song did you like the most? I like the song Sweet. Mm-hmm. Because sweet. she's sweet. Because she's sweet, yeah. Um, I, it was like the first one where like there was like a lyric that I was like, oh my God, like, oh my God. Where I like first like heard the words, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I loved the, the bit where she says, it's so lame, but it's so cute. Um. I've got things to do, like nothing at all. I want to do them with you. Do you want to do them with me? I was like, that's so me. That's so me, that question. Totally, because she's like, she's kind of tapping her heels and she's like looking down at the floor and she's like, I want to hang out. (laughs) Do you want to hang out? Um, Yeah, there, there are so many like, really morose songs and then there are so many sweet and up like hopeful ones mm. well i don't think sweet is even like i don't think it's uplifting no. i think it's sad i think it's sad the way she asked that question because then before that she's like she's like do you want to get married like do you want to marry me like <laughs> she's like kind of not groveling but like you know cu- trying to come to terms with things like i'm fucking 37 like yeah, do you want to like make these commitments and like hang- like actually like do these things with me right you know? right what do you make of all of the metaphors? Because, mm. um, such as like, like Kitsugi, Kitsugi. Oh, it's like, it's called. I'm never going to live down kitsugi. the fact that I couldn't kitsugi. just say that. Kintsugi. 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 Um, I mean, uh, well, I like the way she, uh, do I like it? I don't know. She brings back the Kintsugi thing by like the the what is it called in the album she reprises mm. the kintsugi refrain mm. later in the album yes, in let true. the light in yeah um and i think that makes it appear more thoughtful than the way that she actually sings it in the song where she goes what does she say do you have it written down there? she says like She's like, there's a word for it in Japanese. It's kintsugi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I don't have that written down, but yeah, she says That's what exactly she says. <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it's so matter of fact. It's like, I'm going to use a metaphor and I'm going to tell you what the metaphor means. <laughs> and it's going to be... Yeah, I, I kind of love how... I don't think her metaphors are very complex and I don't think they're very... Um, that yeah they're not overbaked well she like she knows that they're contrived so then she like says it in this like cool girl way of like yeah this word for in japanese like it's totally totally i also think there's like i don't know these like metaphors are so like specific to her in the way that she like isn't she almost isn't trying to make it clever (laughs) she sort of doesn't want anyone to not understand you know yeah yeah. which i actually really respect because i feel like i was joking about with my coworker today how i was gonna like print off one of these song titles and i was gonna do like a textual analysis like i would in like high school english yeah for poetry and i actually did print off shut up a song which one i couldn't do it oh because I, I don't remember. I think I printed off this song because I thought, you know, that's a song there and it has a metaphor. <laughs> and um, I couldn't do it because the lyrics were just sentences. They were, yeah. she was just, she was just sort of muttering about. Um, She's kind of muttering a little. About like, about the light, um, which mm. is really abstract. And, and um, she's kind of simplifying everything in, in a way that, feels like she f- she's finally confident enough to just speak without mm. hiding behind that's true language but that's, but that's also like goes with the aesthetic of mountain woman singer songwriter song is mm-hmm. that it's meant to have something like working class and ma- about it which mm-hmm. means that you like don't do like really shrouded metaphors yeah like it's like you don't use it's, big words. it's reductive but like she's not using the big words because she's like um She's trying to appeal to, like... Not even appeal. She's, like, trying to use the language of, like, that genre. Absolutely. Of, like, American songwriting, great American songbook, like, whatever, mm-hmm. storytelling ballad, rah, rah, rah. Next best American record. 
next best American record. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to do all that, and that's why she's making the lyrics in those way. It's not, it's not honeymoon. It's not Art Deco. You know. Totally, totally. So that's yeah. why she's doing that. Yeah, totally. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, I was at a candy store mm, mm. in the entrance, <laughs> and we're going to bleep it out. <laughs> Why do you have to bleep it? Um, just <laughs> the entrance. It sounds like a like a Lana Del Rey song. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if she came to Australia, oh, she, went to she a place would, like the entrance. No, she would do like a like, music a video in like the motel with like at the motel pool at like the entrance with, and it's like her yeah. sitting in the plastic furniture with like yeah. thirteen of her closest girlfriends. Totally. Yeah, which is our next holiday. <laughs> oh my god. Um, when you know, you know, you know your home. Um, and yeah, we were in this like candy store, and we were like playing this candy bracelet, cutesy little candy necklace, candy necklace. We were playing this cutesy necklaces. little game where we all went in with a five dollar budget, and we all got assigned a person. We had to walk out with like with like as much candy as we could. Yeah, the bounty. Yeah. And, um, you know, there were bounties in there as well. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so silly. And, um, yeah, we, we went in and I got this like really silly, um, Hershey's birthday cake flavored. (laughs) It was, it was just vile. It just tasted so disgusting. Um, chocolate bar, (laughs) um, for my friend whose birthday it was, Mm -hmm. but I also saw... (laughs) Mm. A can of A and W, which I did not know. I did not know it was a drink. But Wait, it was what a was root the beer. text that you got? Can I read it out? Let me oh, find that it one sec. So funny, girl. That, that was, was funny. So funny. Um, yeah. So you posted this. Haven't drunk a. Also, what haven't was drunk that? a root beer since I was. What was that nine. like? Hunky. Hunk, haven't creamed my bar? soda in a long, long time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, Nicola got this fabulous chocolate bar that said "Big Hunk." Big Hunk. That's what it was. Hilarical. Hilarical. I mean. You, the joke writes itself. Um, yeah, and... Haven't creamed my soda in a long, long time. Haven't creamed my soda. <laughs> and, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, it's a drink. It's a dirty, sugary root beer that people are, you know, rinsing their mouth with after brushing their it. teeth, you know? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, of course, of course. Because I didn't understand when the single came out and I saw an ampersand. I was like... A and W what? Why didn't she just call it American Whore like she wanted to? Yeah. What do you make of that? Oh well, in the Pitchfork article it said, you know, it was print friendly when she named it A and W. But it's also like, again, like root beer. Are they not like I'm just like ima- imagining these um you know, I don't know what these American countrymen do, but what I think they do is chew the tobacco. What do they call it when they're chewing they're chewing the they're like I don't know what they call it. They call it something. They got some sort of some sort of colloquial name. round the way type of way that they chew mm. the tobacco. They do that and then rinse out the taste with like the, the root beer. It's like all part of the same aesthetic world, totally, right? Totally, totally. Um, and it's funny I that you brought whale, up. I watched the whale last week, and um, and obviously, like, not going to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you bring that up? <laughs> There's this scene where he's like drinking Coke before bed after brushing his teeth. So the image is like in my mind. And I saw this review that was like, it's Diet Coke. He's all good, guys. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Just fucking funny. That's now, funny. What would they say if he was drinking A and W? You were gonna say no, no. Well, I was just saying before that. Um, oh my god! Also, when we watched the whale. Oh wait, no, we watched the whale and it put us in such a bad mood. We bought all of this, <laughs> all of this food beforehand. We bought Candy all necklaces, A and W soda. It was over. Like it was over. We were about to do what fucking did you think crunch you were time into? on this cinema. I don't Munch fucking time. know. I don't know. It was about to be a munch <laughs> session up in there. It was like me and my two girls munching and crunching. <laughs> and of course, like, we get 20 minutes into the movie and there's like a, you know, rampage, grotesque scene of him, like, <laughs> jumping down on the most, like, disgusting, like a dirt, like a dirt. It's called the whale, Laura. Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, at the same time, like, in unison, we, like, all put down our bags of snacks and we looked at each other and we were like, we can't do this. Like, we can't 
eat any of our snacks. We bought so much food into the zoo. And then we had to like think of a way to bring our spirits back up afterwards. So naturally we drove to the beach listening to Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah, okay, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that um <sighs> that thing that we do where we put Lana Del Rey on and it what like how it makes oh. us feel. Oh, you oh, know what oh. I mean? Well honestly when I put on at the moment, highest rotation, still Norman fucking Rockwell. It's Ever since the so day that it's album came so out, it's just the best one. Like, she really nailed it. Um, uh, and I feel good. I, and I feel good. How she feels good. Yeah, even when happiness is a butterfly, I'm still <laughs> going to try and catch it, like, every night. Like, every night. No, 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 no. That song, to me... That's a happy song. No, that's not about that's not about being happy. That's about chasing happiness. No, I'm happy when I listen to that song. <laughs> I am Emma Roberts. Like I'm happy yeah, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. ignorance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I am happy. Yeah. I know you are. I'm listening to Lana Del Rey. Content. Like like I am listening to the words. Yeah. But somehow they mean nothing. And right. it's just like a pretty Ooh, washes over like me soothing. and I'm 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 just on a beach swaying, you know. Yeah, what I mean? high by the beach. I get high by the beach. Um, I when I put on this album, Mawos. Mawos. Oh, the P- the way the PMS was hitting yesterday. Oh, Mawos. Oh, Ma'am, no. I want to drown in that bathtub that she's drowning in. Skinny dip in that bathtub. <laughs> Skinny dip in my. <laughs> in my bathtub. Um, I forced boyfriend of the pod to listen to the album yeah. on the drive. How does he feel about other Lana Del Rey? Like okay, prior so... to this, prior to this. Well, that's what. That's what was interesting. He was he was talking about like he really he doesn't like to listen to Lana Del Rey because it makes him sad. Mm-hmm. I do, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's so funny because he's like not listening to the music and he doesn't care, and yet it like does what it like it makes him sad, and yet I'm like listening closely to the words, yeah, focusing in on exactly what she's saying, Pretending and somehow that you feel nothing. <laughs> Like, telling yourself you feel nothing. <laughs> telling myself I feel nothing. Um, so he was, you know, resisting it. He didn't want to listen to it in the car. I still put it on. Because <laughs> I, I, I was studying. Nicola may have his day, but Charles will have his way. <laughs> and the way? Lana Del Rey. The Coast, oh. <laughs> listening to Lana Del Rey. Uh-huh. That's the only way. Um, and we were listening to the album and I actually skipped the grants. I didn't play that one for him because I find that 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 ready one, two, three type of beginning so irksome. I don't want to listen to it. Like I'll never listen to that. Song okay, again. all right, whatever. I almost can't Let's sit through. Let's just pass over that. I don't know why. Next. I just I just don't <laughs> want to listen to that song. I'm not gonna acknowledge that comment. So I started with um the title <laughs> track. Did you know there's an ocean under pool? <laughs> did, did you, you know, know there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard yeah and he was vindicated he was like this is why i don't listen to her music it oh. he, he obviously got into the whole you know oh. it sounds the same every right. song sounds the same right she's still making the same music and i, I don't know what's wrong with that but anyway. and i was fighting him i was like so you're telling me that she's found a sound something most artists strive to do their entire life and um she's i was like no matter what type of genre she's going to be singing in, and no, what, no matter what tr- type of instrumentals we're going to be listening to in the background, it's still going to sound the same to you because it's her voice and she has a sound. Um, so true. We were actually on the Harbour Bridge while I'm, like, yelling at him about about the sound. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and we, like, you know, we get into some more songs mm. and he's he's, you know, He's commenting. He's coming around. He's talking to me about how um, how he used to listen to Lana Del Rey when he was a teenager who was, you know, having such deep angst, angst and, mm. and, and his, mm. he was making some jokes about getting, like, railed as a teenager. And, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, we all have our own relationship with, like, Born to Die. <laughs> um, and that was pretty revelatory. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we got to the last song yeah and um and it taco truck and and vb mm, um mm, mm, mm. and i and i was like i was doing that thing where you're like watching a movie with someone and you're like tapping them and you're like, look it's getting it's getting to the best part and it's like wh- when's the best part coming up? oh you missed it you just spoke over it that type of that type of thing 
and I was waiting for the Venice bitch into like the remix to mm, begin mm. because that took me out when I first listened to it because you know I was I was mouthing along the words I was like I know this one Hulk, somehow yes. I've been knowing this yes. one yes um, you're like oh the music's in my blood like, the music's I get in it. my blood <laughs> and um <laughs> and my blood is um oh it runs hot it runs hot and uh yeah and the Venice bitch part came on and I was like do you recognize it do you do you get it? Like, you know the song, right? And he he was like, yeah, I know this. And he started re- retelling, singing along to Venice Bitch as a teenager and, like, no. told me this whole story, <laughs> this whole story about how, like, oh, that's so funny. he was, you know, in this relationship as a teenager and something had gone wrong and blah, 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 blah. And he was saying that he would be singing along to this song. And I was like, oh, my God, that is the power of her sound and her lyrics that he's, like, so... He's in this wondrous confusion about time to do with Lana Del Rey. And I said to him, Nicola, this song came out four years ago. And he's like, no, it didn't. I had to prove it to him while That's he was driving. That's so funny. Um, and it's so blurry, right? Like our, our um, we have so many memories related to mm. her. And, mm. and um, uh, I had to be like, no, this is, this is when we like, we were about, we were together for about six months and I was leaving Berlin and I was listening to Norman Rockwell and mm. we were listening to it all throughout that trip in September. Mm. And it was making us so sad by the Aww. end of the trip. Yeah. Um, that's why you know it because I was forcing you to listen to it. Like I'm forcing you right now. Mm-mm-mm. And so now we're going to have memories about this album. Oh, of course. Driving up to the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> Gun to your head. He's in the driver's seat. Um, oh, let's talk about the last track. Um, yeah, I love, like I already said this before, love Norman fucking Rockwell. Mm. Love the song Venice Bitch. Mm. She's so fucking smart for that. It's another one of her great seven-minute songs. Yeah. I think all of the She's best really Lana Del Rey songs are seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm, like, in for the ride. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that she, like, calls back to it. Because it also says to me that, like, she's she's fucking happy with Norman fucking Rockwell. Oh, you know? she's proud. She's proud. Um, and I like being at the taco truck at Venice Beach. Mm. I kind of want to be there right now. Oh. Yes, I will join you. Um, <laughs> Did you have anything to say about the I mean, song? there was all this sort of like, there were all of these references in taco mm. truck to like Los Angeles and like Mexican culture mm. and like this kind of romanticizing like... Um, I don't know, there was, like, this kind of gritty criminal type of picture she was painting with this song. I don't know if you caught this in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Let me try to pull it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so reminiscent of when she was doing the whole, like, chola thing. And Oh, yeah, she's, like, somehow it felt like... so... She's like, I feel Benita, like I'm Lolita. Yes. That, that one? Yeah, I, I was Googling those words. Like, there's no translation. She's just making shit up. Oh. <laughs> I'm I sure she's not. I'm sure she's Bonita not. Bonita meant like pretty. Oh, yeah. There was. No, she was saying Lenita. Oh. Which I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like La Nina? I got this um recording of of um Ellie singing to us. Remix of video games for the Bjarbs. No way. Do you remember this? She's like, Heaven is a place on earth where we can be baked potatoes, yeah, the three of us playing without pussy. Oh, yeah, I wish, I wish we could be together. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. Yeah. I do oddly think about her when I listen to this album. Yeah. It did come to mind. That's so funny, because she's, like, so not a Lana head. But, um, mm. but yeah, I don't know. I thought about that recording so many times over the last, like, weekend or whatever. No wonder you were fucking morose. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice, by the way, there's a not sample? Not, like, consciously, though. Yeah, anyway, no, so no, no, there's yeah, a sample. Yeah. There's a sample of Soldier Boy in this, what? In this song. Kiss Me Through the Phone. Um, there's this sound. When? 
when she's transitioning from Taco Truck to Venice Bitch, yeah. there's this Soldier Boy sample. No. And there's another sample that I wrote down. I've, I've been, you know, just... Oh, the, the um, Tommy, what's it called? Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop. <gasps> shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Pop. Jimmy... Oh, wait, what's the... Isn't the Angelina Jolie on hands and your knees and the Angelina <laughs> That song is so fucking weird. Um, do you like it? Uh, it's all right. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get the like dominatrix Angelina Jolie impersonator. No, I'm like, confused. But braid, that... braid my hair. Like, I, <laughs> like I don't know. Just, you're just saying things now. She's um, she's skinny dipping. She's kissing her boyfriend who has COVID, and she doesn't oh, that care anymore. Funny. That she was so funny. Fucking funny. She's she's toying with us. She's like making fun of us for, for ever caring about COVID. Yeah, and for making fun of her. You know what I mean? She's Absolutely. Like... She has to get the last word. She has to get the last word. Um, how do we... Okay, now let's do opinions. Is it a good album? If so, how many taco <laughs> trucks... <laughs> how many taco trucks can I give the album? I'm going to give the album... Just because I'm like, I don't really have that many bad feelings about it. I'm going to mm. give it like... Can I do like like something point something? Or does it have to be like whole numbers? There are no rules. Yes. This is our podcast. So then it's <laughs> going to be control. like, a, it's going to be like 3.8 taco trucks out of five stars, you know? Five taco trucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, or like three, three white butterflies out of whatever. Three white butterflies out of three white butterflies. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Why the <laughs> fuck not? I think it's, it, it's good. I'm going to keep listening to it. Norman fucking rock was still my fave. Um, love was right. It's not the greatest release of the week. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah, we've had some really good music in the last few weeks. Like I've, I've. Um, yeah, I'm still streaming the Kalela album. I haven't too. forgotten the Eve Stream album. We've I was been I, like, after we listened to, um, did you know there's an ocean under I can't do it. Um, after we listened to that, I was like, okay, can we listen to some Kalela music now? And he was like, yes, let's listen to Kalela music. And we'd happily listen to the Kalela music. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eve's Tumor album is bomb. Yeah. It, yeah. It's eating me yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, this album's really eating me out. Yeah, is, is or is Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard not eating you out right now? <laughs> I think it's eating me out right now. Really? I think it is. Um, but I, but, but it's <laughs> Hands like on your knees and a jolly. More so way. than like previous albums, I feel like Chemtrails is is really great and 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 great at one thing. And Blue Bannisters, I actually think is really beautiful and has mm. some incredible mm. tracks and has this um kind of perspective to it that feels um really tight and and like um singular even though it's obviously a, an iteration of like what she continues to do and that that repetition of of her mm. sound and and her voice and the kind of messy pen with which she continues to write this one is like this is trying a lot of things like this is like a bit all over the place right mm. like it's a bit it's it's many things at once so maybe she's maybe she's embracing a new kind of sonic chaos that i i appreciate when i listened to a and w i was like oh my god we're getting like a we're getting like lana does hip-hop again we're getting trap mm. music we're Lost getting life like, part two yeah totally totally um which i'm not opposed to in any way because i have fun with that with that sound but um but i don't know it's like it's it's such a strange album. Mm, mm. I just loved to like uh, blow it up and and like peek around inside this very weird universe that she's um, mm. that she's writing from and and yeah her her um, her lyrics always like give me so much reason to lean in and look closer and mm. um, and I love I lo- I love it. I do. Mm. Lashes of the good life. I just read. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's great. Like, yes, we really want continue streaming. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Should we say a little warm kiss? Let's say a little warm kiss. This is a simple song. Gonna write it for a friend. My shirt is inside out. I'm messy with the pen He met Margaret on a rooftop 
wearing white And he was like, I might be in trouble He had flashes of the good life He was like, should I jump off this building now Or do it on the double?